You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So that game last night, not the way you wanted to get the W. I mean, we'll take the win, right? Helps puts us a few more games ahead of the Cubs. Helps keep pace with the Brewers. Well, if if there's any keeping pace with the Brewers so far as we uh, begin the early part of the 2019 season. But still, you probably wanted to see a more convincing win. A win that was a little less accidental in some ways and a little more we're the Cardinals and this is what we do. It's Lockdown Cardinals, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. My name is Moose Michaels. It's your team every day. We're available on the all-new Himalaya podcasting app, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. On today's show, we're going to be recapping that uh, Pirates-Cardinals game from last night. It is Thursday, April 4th, 2019, and in our second segment, we will be taking a look at Andrew Miller and kind of uh, where they stand, where he stands in the organization Uh, At this early point in the season. And again, a very early point in the season. So, let's get started. Once again, the Cardinals secure a win. uh, Securing the two-game series sweep over the Pirates by a score of 5-4. to Took 10 innings. And even then, they almost blew it. It was a uh, rough game in some ways. But in other ways, it was very much uh, a very encouraging game. And, And as I tweeted out... And you can follow us on Twitter at LockedOnSTL. I personally, and this is where most I tweet, where I mostly tweet from, is Ant Moose Michaels. So let's just run down the box score real quick. Carpenter one for five uh, with one strikeout. Goldschmidt zero oh, for four with a walk and a strikeout left on base a couple of times. The Young one for five. Um, he hit that home run as well. Jose Martinez in for uh, Marcelo Zuna this game. They said Marcelo had uh, some kind of muscle strain. Yeah. <laughs> it's not because he's playing poorly in the field, is it? He went 0 for 5. Molina 1 for 4. Fowler 0 for 3. And uh, Wong has got to be the star of the game. 1 for 3. A couple of runs. He also had a walk. And uh, Bader with a uh, big home run in the game, also going one for three. Now, the real story of the game, Miles Michaelis, who really needed to show that he could be the Michaelis of last season, a Michaelis worthy of the extension that he got in the spring. And uh, things get kind of off to a rough start for him. He, uh, five innings pinched, three runs on seven hits, all three of those runs earned, couple of walks, couple of strikeouts, that's it. Yeah, just two strikeouts, gave up one home run, He's given up a lot of home runs in the early going. His ERA now sitting at a very dismal 7.20. Could be worse. He could be Rosenthal at the Nationals, who has an ERA of infinity, or did. Leon came on in relief, did a pretty good job. Couple of strikeouts there. Myers uh, pitched an inning and a third, had a strikeout and a walk. Uh, Andrew Miller came on and pitched two-thirds of an inning and was a very encouraging uh Two-thirds of an inning from Andrew Miller will take up. We're going to talk more about him in our second segment. Gant came on. He's the one who got the win with an inning pinched. Had a strikeout and a walk. Al, uh, Alex Reyes. I don't know what to make of this guy. Had a couple of walks. An earned run. Ended up walking a guy in and made it a very a very nerve-wracking 10th uh, inning. And then Dakota Hudson picked it up the save after two-thirds of an inning pinched. 
And uh, he also gave up a walk. So it was it was kind of a game of up and down. Let's start with Michaelis. The pitching that Michaelis was uh, was doing when I was watching the game, he seems to be missing his spots. And this is something we're going to talk about with Andrew Miller coming up in our second segment as well. If you go back and you watch the game, he had trouble locating that curve. He hung a curveball uh, for that home run, I believe. And then every time Yachty was trying to set him up on the outside corner to lefties with the curve, it always went in. Always went in. And I don't know what kind of mechanical issues going on there. I know he took a couple of uh, line drives, a couple of comebackers uh, that he that he pitched in too. Now, on the other hand, dude's making plays. Dude is making plays. You know, he he, he ran, he legged out an infield single like the whole cheering over the shoulders thing, too, that he did, you know, and uh, making sure that he's covering the bases. And he's he's making the plays, but the pitching is leaving a lot to be desired. And before a lot of people panic, it's still very early on, but there's something you got to remember about Miles, something we talked about. The league, it was inevitable. The league was going to adjust to Miles Michaelis. It's inevitable. It was it was going to happen. Now the question is, can Miles make the adjustments back? Because obviously they know what to look for with him. They know he's not going to walk a lot of guys. They know he's going to throw strikes. And if you know a guy is going to throw strikes, what are you going to do? You're going to swing because you're going to get hits, right? So Michaelis needs to make some adjustments to his game. He needs to become a little bit more of a Uh, I don't want to call him a deceptive type pitcher, not a pitcher like that, but he needs to come in and he needs to be able to throw off the zone the way he needs to be able to follow Yachty. And I'm not saying he wasn't following Yachty, but he was having trouble commanding those pitches onto the outside of the plate. So I don't know if in his mind he can throw it straight into the strike zone because when he was locating the fastball okay, or if it has to be outside the strike zone, if it suddenly becomes a situation of, it's either in the strike zone or it's way out of the strike zone. So Michaelis uh, really needs to kind of work on those mechanics. He's got to be able to adjust to the league that's adjusting to him. He is crucial to the success of the Cardinals. And going five innings and uh, giving up three runs in a game and making sure that we're having to go, you know, climb back up every time, that's not going to cut it. That's not going to cut it whatsoever. Uh, The other uh, pitcher I want to talk about, and again, we'll get more in depth in this. Andrew Miller looked like the Andrew Miller of old, didn't he? That strikeout to end that inning, man, just boom, nailed it. And there wasn't even an argument about it. it 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 was a sight to behold. And that's the kind of pitcher that the Cardinals need him to be. And again, we're going to cover more of this in our second segment coming up in just a little bit. They have Andrew Miller there to be the stopper. Not necessarily the closer, but to be the stopper. The guy that comes in, he's the fireman. He comes in and he puts out the fire. That's what they need Andrew Miller to be. Uh, On the offense side, Goldschmidt had a walk, and I don't know if he's, uh, I don't want to say he's getting off to a slow start, his uh, batting average has dropped to 250, but his OPS still 1.129, the uh, highest on the team after Colton Wong 
But you got to start getting more production out of Goldschmidt. And I have a feeling he's not seeing a lot of pitches because there's really not a lot of people around him. Carpenter is probably going to see more pitches than Goldschmidt is. The problem is, is Goldschmidt's secure there in that two spot. And I don't know why Schilt seems intent on leaving him there. I mean, he's fine in the two spot. We talked about this, but he needs to be the number three hitter. And I would like to see Colton Long have a shot at a batting second. He's hot as hot can be right now. And you sick a guy like that who you know is going to rip a triple, a double, maybe some home runs in front of Goldschmidt. Goldschmidt's going to see some better pitches. Okay. Um, You got Jose Martinez. He just needs some time, I think, for the bat to come back around. I still don't know what's going on with Ozuna. They can say he's got some kind of right strain, muscle, whatever. Let's just face it. Even though the off, even though the defense from Jose Martinez is well negligible to say the least, to see Martinez at least leg it out and attempt to catch that home run that Michaelis came or Michaelis gave up was far more refresh, refreshing than seeing Ozuna look up and go, "Huh, it's a home run." Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget, uh, we're on the brand new Himalaya podcasting app. This thing is beautiful. The UI, amazing. I I don't know about you. I'm a sucker for that kind of thing. You make an app look pretty. I want to download it immediately. Uh, They got curated playlists, all kinds of tools for your favorite podcast. Download it now in your app store. We're also on uh, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. We're going to talk about Andrew Miller and uh, maybe exactly what's been going on with him lately and uh, why you should be encouraged. Coming up next right here on Locked on Cardinals, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, It's your team every day. Guys, when you're on deck and getting ready to stamp up to the plate, you got to be sure you're ready to swing for the fences. But if you're looking for that fastball, when you get a curve instead, that's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is the first chewable of its kind with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable... They work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity to swing for the fences arises. Now, listen, Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor's visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. And right now, we got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code MLB. Just pay $5 shipping and handling. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com. Promo code MLB to try it free. That promo code MLB. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Welcome back to Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. My name's Moose Michael, your host, and it's your team every day. Thank you so much for uh, listening and uh, being a part of the show. Coming up pretty soon, I don't know exactly when. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but if you follow me on Twitter, you saw it. I won the inaugural My Roadcast uh, contest, and I won like just all kinds of brand new podcasting gear. New mics, which the mic I use now is pretty good. Um, the Rodecaster Pro. And the cool thing about that, it's going to enable me to take phone calls. Yeah, you'll be able to call into the show uh, as I'm doing it. And we'll, we'll set up all the particulars and logistics of that. But pretty soon, I'm going to want to hear from you. 
Okay, so we're going to have a lot of fun fun with that as it comes up. Right now, though, we got to talk about Andrew Miller, the one of the two big acquisitions the Cardinals had in the offseason, a guy brought in uh, based on his past success with the Indians and a guy that was really brought in to be the stopper, to be the stability in the bullpen, the guy they know they could count on to bring in and put some put put out some fires and throw some shutdown baseball in case the bullpen started to explode. Well, it's not quite gone according to plan. Currently, uh, over the uh, start of the season, the last uh, six games, he's sporting a 6.75 ERA in only two and two-thirds innings pinched. A couple of walks, a couple of strikeouts at whip sitting at 1.88, giving up a couple of earned runs as well. This is a guy that, for all intents and purposes, isn't pitching like the Andrew Miller we knew. Remember when the Indians went to the World Series and they were using Miller and they had him coming in there and this guy was just 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 lights out. That's who the Cardinals wanted. Now, granted, probably not. they knew they weren't going to get that guy exactly. That's uh, been three years removed since then. Uh, however, they still, for the money they gave him and the length of the deal, they still need him to come in and be that guy. And before, when you're watching him, you kind of had to wonder, like, what's going on with him? And a lot of times with these with these uh, relief pitchers, it all starts with the lack of velocity. You're losing velocity. You're losing stuff. And that wasn't the case with him. If you go back and watch him, his whole issue is he's starting to lose command of the baseball. He can't locate his pitches. And for a guy that makes his bread and butter on being someone who puts out fires, that could be one of the worst possible things. Until last night's game, when he came in and he threw some of the best baseball we've seen him throw, uh, not just this young season, I know it's only six games in, but also because of what we saw in the spring, where he wasn't too sharp either. Andrew Miller needs to be able to fix that. He needs to be able to get that consistency, to find that command. And if he can't find it, his old command, he needs to make some adjustments to know that when he releases the baseball at a certain point or whatever the angle is that his arm's at, that it's going to go to the left or right or wherever he aims it for whatever pitch it might be and know to make that adjustment. Because Andrew Miller if he's not somebody you can rely on, this is the same bullpen as last year. We don't know what Alex Reyes is going to be like because he went all that sharp tonight, or excuse me, last night. We don't know exactly what it's going to be like when Carlos Martinez makes his debut in the pen. What about Jordan Hicks? What about John Gant? What about all these guys, right? Because it's they, got, they brought in Dakota Hudson, uh, in late innings, I think his second start's coming up next week. So what exactly are they going to do if Andrew Miller isn't being Andrew Miller? Are they going to go out and sign Craig Kimbrell? That's doubtful. They should go out and sign Craig Kimbrell. I believe he could probably be had for a pretty reasonable price, and he's somebody you can immediately plug into your bullpen. Now, I know they got burned last year with the Greg Holland thing. Still. A lot of this, too, could be that there's pressure on Miller. He knows when they bring him in, he's supposed to be that guy. And he knows that if he's not that guy, 
then, well, he's not living up to his, his end of the bargain, right? It all comes down, like I said, to that lack of command, though. And I have to wonder if a lack of command comes from that pressure to come in and know, okay, it's up to me to put out this fire. It's up to me to say, I've got to, I've got to do something about this. And he lets it get to him. I think maybe Paul Goldschmidt's having a little bit of the same thing going on, too. You know, he just signed the big deal to stay in St. Louis through 2024. And, well, now he's not quite swinging the bat like we all know he can. Now, is he going to? Yes, he's going to. Right now, pitchers are supposed to be ahead of batters. It's just the way it is. Wouldn't be too concerned about that. And I'm not really, I'm not ready to call the Andrew Miller deal a bad one yet either. Again, we're only six games into the season. Things were looking kind of shaky up until this game. And he had a nice outing in this game. So uh, keep an eye on Andrew Miller. And uh, we'll see if he can keep that command uh, going. So no, you shouldn't be worried about any of it right now. The only two things you ought to be worried about is Dexter Fowler and Marcelo Zuna. Comprising basically two-thirds of the outfield. And uh, whether or not they're going to start hitting and... uh, you know, doing actual good baseball. I will give Fowler credit. He is walking. He is walking. You got to be okay with that. So at least he's on base and bringing value to the team. Marcelo Zuna is basically a statue. And you would think, and that's probably one of the most concerning parts about it. You would think for a guy in his walk year would be worried about all the money he's leaving on the table by not performing up to his standards, right? Ah, man, I don't know. Uh, quickly, uh, Colton Wong, He's since the start of the season, he's got to be the MVP so far, the Cardinals, uh, for April and uh, thus far until somebody else steps up because this guy is making a name for himself. And I believe we are seeing him start a breakout year. Yeah, I think Colton Wong is going to win a gold glove at second base. I think Colton Wong is going to do a lot. He's going to hit higher in the lineup. And he's not going to sit there and just be relegated to uh, being spare parts anymore. He's not going to be that guy, the weak-hitting the weak hitting second baseman. This guy, Colton Wong, I think he's about to get after it. I mean, after it. Uh, Carpenter's arm at third base. Do you see that play towards the end of the game? His arm's going to be just fine. Uh, and finally, Jimmy Edmonds, uh, I think he was on with Danny Mack. Oh, so, so good at doing the play-by-play. I love it. Leave him in there, please. This has been Locked on Cardinals, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. You can catch us on the brand-new Himalaya app, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. I'm getting out of here. Enjoy your Thursday. The Cardinals home opener got moved to uh, just after 3 o'clock Central Time tomorrow due to weather. So uh, on tomorrow's episode, we're going to take a look at the Padres, preview that series, and uh, enjoy us some Cardinals baseball as they begin their first series at home. Yeah, we don't got to worry about the road grades anymore for a little bit, guys. We're about to get after it. We'll see you tomorrow morning. You drink a brewski for the mooski. I'm out.